Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Flutter Pod. I'm Mitch, and I'm joined with my friend David. David, how are you going this week, man? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm a little bit sick. I don't know if you can hear it from my voice, but I'm I'm down to do this. I hope, hopefully, I feel better tomorrow. Your um, hero. I was telling you. I was telling <laughs> you before. This conversation doesn't seem like work to me, so it's just we're just hanging out. So I'm more than happy to do it. Um, I want to get your opinion on some. Some some topics today. We'll have a Apple event recap.、Uh, there was this kind、mm. of cool Raspberry <laughs> Pi thing that、uh, David made, which we can touch on, and、um, and also some Flutter issues that、uh, David brought up on Reddit, which had a lot of upvotes. And also, this other guy on Reddit posted this useful link of all the different companies using Flutter. So that's always something that. We like to hear, right? If a、mm-hmm. professional company uses Flutter, so for sure,、um, a lot of things to talk about. So we'll just we'll just get started.、Um, but yeah, just first, real quick, like tell me about this Raspberry Pi thing, because when I see <laughs> someone doing like, you know, going beyond software, start like mixing into hardware, I'm like, wow, this guy is like pro. <laughs> <laughs> no, not、so、really. Tell because... us, tell us, tell us about that. Tell us about that temperature thing that you made. Oh yeah, so it's been super hot, right? I think I mentioned last week. So I, I thought, okay, I have to stay outdoors because my my、uh, my unit doesn't have AC. So like, I have to know like when is it safe for me to come back. <laughs> so so I thought, okay, what, what what should I what should I use to monitor temperature?、Um, because my room、mm. is general generally hotter than outside. So I got I got a Raspberry Pi sitting around.、Uh, I got it for free、um, because the school had a hackathon. I got it got it there. Um, hmm. it, it was a Kana kit、uh, Raspberry Pi thing, so they have like bunch of things come came with it. I also had had a temperature sensor, so、um, wow,、uh, I can show it right here. This is a、um, I think a DHT twenty two. Wow,、uh, that's so sick. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not even sure if I got the model number right. Uh, uh, I wasn't really sure. But、uh, this temperature sensor is like a mediocre range temperature sensor where、um, you can get like, I guess, good enough、uh, readings.、Uh, there is a similar temperature sensor that's the DHT11. I, I, I also actually also have that here. This is the DHT11,、um, and this temperature sensor. Oh, that's a temperature sensor as well. Yes, and both both of these temperature sensors、uh, have.、Um, Have like、um, a resistor soldered in, so so you don't have to use a breadboard.、Mm. No, no breadboard、uh, is required. So you can just like put three wires in. You just need、um, uh, five volt uh, ground, and then uh, uh, you know、uh, another wire for like outputs. So wow, that's so cool. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, actually, like setting up this Raspberry Pi is super easy because you just have to follow like tutorials, right? And then、mm. like after you boot it in. You have like your, you know, the operating system、um, is already like、um, super、uh, beginner friendly.、Um, it's it's a Linux machine, anyways. The only annoying thing is is that it's ARM, and Linux、mm. ARM isn't really the the most supported thing right now.、Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, there's there's some things that you have you have to compile from source. But、um, but yeah, the the temperature sensor works really well. There's a Python library,、um, and the reason why、uh, I bought it up was because that.、Uh, Uh, I, I had the temperature, you know, I, I had the the Raspberry Pi to be, you know, to upload temperature 
uh, constantly the Firebase. So I, I just created the Firebase products really quick. And it's really cool because it's completely free, right? And you just create mm. one and then you get you, you, you get free storage, right? free updates, wow. right? And by, by that, I also get a free, you know, hosting. Uh, yeah. I can get a website host to be hosted for free. So uh, I thought, you know, what, what kind of Farnet should I use? To, I, I just want to display a quick chart of temperature. Mm. So I thought, oh, yeah, like, who am I kidding? Let's, let's just use Flutter. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I was really amazed how quickly everything just, you know, works, works out. Because mm. you, you would just create a Flutter project, you know, that's super quick. Uh, you install FL charts. Uh, FL mm, chart yeah. or FL charts, and that's a package, and you yeah. pretty much just copy paste an example line chart from their example, and then paste that in your code, delete some unnecessary stuff, and uh, do you know further fire uh, CLI um, mm. in it, and then connect to your project, uh, grab your data, and then and then just show it, boom, and then further build, and then do Firebase deploy, uh, you know Firebase in it. Firebase deploy and you have like everything up up and ready. <laughs> just really, really good developer experience. I feel like at this point I'm not you know we're not really developing anything. We're just like we just wanted this to be working, right? You, it's almost like fixing your you know it's like fixing your stuff. You just wanted to have some tools to be able to like mm. achieve something something really quick. And Flutter is a really good tool for for doing that. <laughs> but, yeah. Wow, that's that's amazing. Like I don't even know where to begin. Like so how much is this? How much is one of these like Raspberry Pis? It's like a motherboard-looking like object, right? Like how much is? Yeah. That? So the Raspberry Pi itself, and that's only the board. Um, I wish I could yeah. show you this, but it's kind of a little bit far away, and it's hooked up. But um, it's uh, it's it sells for forty bucks, but uh, it's not exactly easy to buy depending on your area. But what mm -hmm. is easier to buy is like those kits, and they include the Raspberry Pi, the main computer. And uh, as 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 well as something else like uh, other stuff. So uh, the Raspberry Pi doesn't come with a full size HDMI cable, so you have to have a mini HDMI cable to HDMI cable adapter. Um, oh, yeah. And then you want uh, you know you want a mouse and keyboard if you have one. That's good. Um, you know, laying around. Uh, and uh, and you you would get the temperature sensor. Uh, maybe getting a case. But the temperature sensor is super cheap. You, you probably pay for like you you pay ten bucks. I don't know how many, like ten U.S. dollars. Uh, you you get two temperature sensors. Uh, I got this for free because uh, it came with a kit. But um, I, I looked up the price. The Kana kit I got it, it sells for one hundred fifty dollars. That's actually kind of expensive because uh, the Raspberry Pi itself is a is a very weak computer. It's really bad. The Geekbench score for like single core is only something like 250 or something like that. It's, it's very low. To give you a comparison, the Geekbench score for your regular iPhone is like more than 50, uh, 15,000 um, points. So the right. Raspberry Pi only scores um, 250 for single score or for single core. Um, but yeah, it's not a really good computer to get, <laughs> to be honest. But it is a good computer. Uh, to, to be running all the time <laughs> if you have some side mm. projects I would recommend it but yeah <laughs> that's so interesting like and then so David made this thing and then he linked me on it was like a Flutter app and I can just check his temperature in his room <laughs> 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 it's like oh David's room this, this is how hot 
Um, <laughs> it was like it was like high thirties and stuff. That's what you're doing, right? Like you lift it in your room, and then you're going around in your day. Yeah, you can check on your phone what the temperature is. That's that's like, dude. That's like, you know the thing about um, like, being able to work with different tools. Like it's it's so crazy because it kind of opens up this entire world that I never even thought of. You know what I mean? Like it's like mm. you're always thinking about. I'm well. I'm always thinking about like software like what apps to make or what website to make and then like you know some people when they do like this sort of like robotics or like i was telling you before but like when someone's doing anything like 3d printing related i'm like anything physical i'm like it's such a headache for me but (laughs) this like like it's almost like you know um like if you like depending on the tools that you have you can create obviously different things right like a painter that has a paintbrush can only do paintings Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if they have, like, a pencil, then they can do a different, you know, artwork and, and so on and so on. And so with this, it's like, does your... Where does your brain go when you think about having one of these outside of your temperature, like, app? Like, what what's an, what's another possibility, like, that you can tell us about? Yeah, I guess you can do many things. So if you have... Like, one like of those... what do people... What do, what do other people make with this stuff? Yeah, totally. Uh, I, I remember... Um, yeah, there's, like, books about, like, how many products you can make with this. So one good example mm. is that if you have like one of those, um, uh, like uh, those um, smart plugs that have like Wi-Fi enabled, um, and you can have those smart plugs to be like, to be you know maybe controlling some lights or sort of things, and yeah. uh, maybe some fans, and you can like have a temperature sensor, um, and then that temperature sensor could could be hooked up to a Raspberry Pi, and then that could be controlling a fan, you know, based on what the temperature mm. is. Um, and Damn. also maybe controlling lights based on time or based on like I don't know like whatever like you pretty much so, just have have a computer that you can ha- dispose of. <laughs> so like in my house, I have a I have an air conditioner like mm-hmm. like like on, stuck on the wall where you press the buttons of like control the temperature and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so theoretically, I could somehow you know connect that to a Raspberry Pi and then make it into an app so I can control the temperature on my phone, like that type of application, I guess. True, but or like that, switching on the light, like you you hook it uh-huh. up to your light and you you turn your light on, like that kind of sh- that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that kind of uh, depends on like your your device, like if your device supports you know like um like local Wi-Fi yeah. connections or stuff, like because you don't want to turn on and off the power switch over your AC all the time, right? That's not good. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but Raspberry Pi, like this is pretty much a poor poor man's version of uh, of Alexa or <laughs> mm, uh, or right, right. Google Google Home. Well, yeah, I mean, it's sort of an uh, entertainment option for programmers. Like, if you're bored, you can try doing this. Um, it's kind of fun, but but yeah, yeah, it it's it seems really fun. Like, I don't know if this is like super related to it, but like one of my friends from high school who did a lot of robotic stuff, mm-hmm. and then he would always enter the competition of like it's like a soccer game, but uh-huh. it's like a robot machine, like making those kind of things. Like, I'm always just my my mind is just blown like you bring this like bit of computer i'm like what is that like it's like i i only know like just typing buttons in and then mm-hmm. his people like making full computers and stuff like that yeah um, okay one pro tip is that the raspberry pi has really bad performance but if you guys want right. to have like a better performance um yes. there is another machine called uh the vim vim 3 uh oh, vim. and yeah it's it's completely different with the text editor vim 
but <laughs> it's, it's uh, <laughs> this machine that's called, oh the Vim Four actually the Vim Four. This thing sells for like two hundred or three hundred dollars, but it's it's very powerful. I think two hundred two hundred forty dollars for the mm. Catalyst Vim Four. And, yeah. Um, it has a um, it has a quad core two gigahertz a uh, two point two gigahertz uh, ARM um, uh, CPU and eight yeah. gigabytes of RAM um running at uh 2000 megahertz uh but yeah so 2 gigahertz ram and yeah but yeah this is a way power way more powerful machine than uh than raspberry pi because the raspberry pi it, it, the 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 performance sucks <laughs> if you have um like right. you, you can't even install ubuntu on it you can't install ubuntu it, it, the experience is really bad and also like you, you can't even like watch videos like uh smoothly like higher resolution videos it's not mm. really a usable computer but it's sort of just a computer that you can you can run like very low um you know like uh really low performance performance requiring uh software on there um so i would actually re- recommend using the raspberry pi or raspberry Pi uh, Zero or, um, you know, some like uh, older generations or generations without an HDMI cable, you you would just SSH into the machine and they'll be really cheap. They'll be like ten bucks and you'll get a mm. full or you get a computer. But yeah, <laughs> what do you what do you call these? Do you just call them computers? Like this category of stuff? Uh they are computers. But the good the good thing is that you get a bunch of GPIO ports. Uh, you know those like GPIO pins, general purpose right. input and output, um, and you can okay. have that hooked up to different sensor set because GPIO is such a widely accepted sort of um, things for interacting with different uh, hardware sensors. So they're kind of nice, but essentially they're just computers. That's so cool. Actually, you know, I was telling you about the the other guy on YouTube that does Flutter who kind of started a similar time to me. The, mm-hmm. His name was Taras. Mm-hmm. I think I saw in one of his videos, he I'm pretty sure it was him, um, but he was doing some like hardware stuff as well where on his Flutter app to turn like some lights on. <laughs> mm, <nice>. <laughs> stuff <laughs> like that. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. That's like beyond beyond my brain. But it's like it's like one of those things, again, like do you think like, I don't know, how, how much are you into that stuff? Like you, you said you want it. Where did you want, win it from exactly? Like, you won a competition or something? It was like, uh, I got it from uh, from March this year. That's uh, half uh, half a year ago. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the competition has, has some prizes. Um, actually, uh, I, I won it with a Flutter, Flutter app. <laughs> just because... <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, just because, you know, you know one of those like college um, hackathons? Because um, I won that hackathon my, the first year of my college. Um, you know, when I was a freshman and didn't win anything because like I was like right. I had no, no idea what was going on uh, and then like we're all trying to like design like we're all watching the like one kid she knew like how to you know make the designs um, with uh, Adobe XD but it, she used Figma but then uh, uh, yeah we, we made some like um, you know like uh, garbage collecting idea and then that didn't win mm. anything the group ended up winning was a uh, was a VR play, you know. It was like a VR uh, simulation of learning of like you know experiencing to be a doctor or something like that. It's really cheap. Right. But yeah. From from that, I learned that in a hackathon, as soon as you build anything, 
you will win prizes. So we, we sort of mm. had this <laughs> idea already. So uh, we just thought of, you know, making something that's like semi, uh, you know, like semi-good semi good idea. Uh, and, and we just built something real quick and then showed it off. And then that, that won the first prize. Wow. Uh, like, mo- like there, there were only eight or seven groups in there. And then most of them didn't have anything built. It's like the, the mm. general uh, college hackathon situation. I think you mentioned something about this, uh, Mitch. But <laughs> I, yeah, I would say like Flutter is a perfect tool for, for winning hackathons. Easy. <laughs> Interesting. And in your competition, like there's no uh, constraints? Like is it just like what's the task really? Like you just build anything? Uh, there are three different categories that you, you can build for. Like, there's one about like climate change. There's one about re- remote work. We right. did that, um, and then mm. there's one about uh, I forgot the other one. Some something like something like uh, oh yeah, veteran stuff, like assisting mm. veteran. Uh, but yeah, hmm, that's interesting. I should like join a hackathon, like do a competition like this somewhere, like in my area or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, if if this that sounds like pretty fun. Um, yeah, but the one I went to, like the competition is really low. There are not many people who are, who participate. The people are pretty much just giving out free prizes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is one of the people right, right, that right. sort of participate. It's like the school thing that they want kids to be, you know, working on stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's interesting you you said about how like in the competition, like if you just build something, then that already puts you above like most people. Yeah, um, it's kind of similar to like. The, when I joined a lot of startup competitions, mm-hmm. like anything beyond a PowerPoint, like you get above a certain level, <laughs> like like actually creating something as opposed to like just you know PowerPointing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. Yeah, yeah. Most people don't like they don't have they either don't have time or they don't uh, they don't know how to build anything. They uh, yeah. they're like um, business major kids, right? But yeah. yeah. Um, that's really interesting. If anyone like listening has made any, uh, anything like this with a Raspberry Pi, uh, Raspberry Pi or any like, you know, physical computer like this, just let us know. Um, because that's, that's so interesting. Like, um, <laughs> now, right. moving on to the next thing, let's just do a quick recap on the Apple event. I'm Ooh. curious to get your thoughts because I haven't talked to you about this. <laughs> I haven't talked to you about this. So I, I'm curious mm. to get your your thoughts did you now first question is did you watch the entire thing live yes that, i did is that what you, okay like <laughs> I, I i i woke up and like i kind of you know skimmed through it because i was i was like it was 3 a.m for me so i couldn't watch it live mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I watched most of it and yeah the first thing maybe i'll ask you is what do you think of the dynamic island Ooh, yeah i was also wanting to get your opinion on that okay so so yes. my opinion that I thought it's really cool. Mm, I thought it's really yeah. cool. Right? Everybody thinks it's cool, but um, mm. so the criticism of that is mainly as like avoiding the problem. The real problem is that there's a punch, there's a hole punch, right? and that's mm. not good. Because no matter how mm. good your dynamic island is, when you're watching movies, it's gonna be a, yeah. a big hole punch right there. Mostly when you're yeah. watching movies that are like you know more than uh, sixty by nine, like wider than sixteen by nine. Yeah, um, you'll see that annoying that dynamic yeah. island I, I i would argue having a hole punch is worse than having a notch when when you're watching mm. movies um, yeah so I people are agree. saying oh like um 
they're, they're mostly just a few or probably two criticisms one is that um that dynamic island thing it's like really uh it's like a workaround it's like a hacks it's like not a real solution right they're like mm. trying to they're not even trying to fix it that's the the, the criticism um mm. and the other criticism is that the dynamics island that the, or <laughs> the island thing <laughs> uh it tries to give you like multitasking abilities right but mm-hmm. but the multitasking is like on the very top and you have to reach on the very top it's like an anti it's like an anti pattern it's not a good design choice that you have to reach all the way to the top to to reach things you have to use two hands to work on your phone mm. uh, and that's like the two criticisms um and i would say like the first criticism is really valid um you know it's it's really not the ideal solution is not it's not a full screen right and there there's already a lot of android phones that have like full screens and or, or yeah. they have a mini hole punch or they have like under screen uh you yeah. know stuff but from what we saw though uh, on the screen cameras aren't really good Th- those cameras mm. don't really have the best quality and also I'm not sure if you, if you guys know uh, like iPhones they're like uh, their speaker they're like um, you know their front speaker it actually it actually functions when you're watching videos like it's like pumping video yeah. pumping audio to you it's like good experience right and you can't really just take yeah. it out away um, that that would be that would be not as good but um but addressing that, you know, like addressing the the, the criticism of, you know, oh, like it's not, it's trying to avoid the problem. Uh, I, I think the currently Apple's thought process is that like you have to sort of reserve a good amount of area to have like a face ID to work really well. And uh, we've seen like, you know, Android phones who have like doing face IDs with like cameras, they could be fooled with a image. It's not really an ideal solution. Apple tries to like make it perfect, <laughs> or make it at, you know to be better than the entire competition. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so so that's that. And addressing the the second criticism of that the the dynamic island thing makes you so, to always reach the top. Um, I would say I would say this criticism is this criticism looks valid on paper, but if you really think about it, Apple already has a bunch of. Uh, UI interactions that have to have you reach on the top, right? So, mm. first of all, like the easiest, uh, the the most ap- apparent is that like you know control centers and um, and notification centers, mm. you have to reach the top, right? You have to reach the top anyways. Um, exactly. Yeah. And also, uh, oh, those are swipe actions. But if you you know if you like click a link and that brings you to another app, you have a little like back to the the previous app button on the top left. And that's yeah, also yeah, yeah. a button. That, so so I've already has a bunch of like, you know, actions mm-hmm. on the top. So it it's really, it's really a, a, a kind of a silly criticism about the dynamic island thing. You know, forcing you to reach on the top, because like where else would you even want, want to put like music progress on screen? Right? <laughs> it probably has to have to be on the top, anyways. <laughs> so, so yeah, I I think I like the dynamic island, and from the iPhone sales data, <laughs> or you know. From this like initial pre-order wave, mm, it yeah, seemed yeah. like the dynamic island really worked. <laughs> uh, mm. People really liked it. But yeah, what what are your thoughts? Um, first of all, can I just say, I just love talking about this, um, and I agree with you about the like. So overall, I like the dynamic island. I was looking at it, and I was like, oh, they implemented it really nicely. Um, 
but yeah there is a couple things like i agree with you about the actual viewing experience when you have it full screen of like a movie it i think it does interrupt the viewing experience more than it does a notch Mm. um because it's just like something's just like in there as opposed to a notch it's kind of like you lose a bit, but it's also part of the edge of the phone, so it kind of... Uh-huh, yeah. I don't know. It's less it, it, obvious. It doesn't seem as bad. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and the other thing about the... What you said about... I, I never heard that criticism about the... It being on the top. Like, it's oh, like an ergonomic thing, right? Like, your, your like finger touching probably. the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, when you said that, I was like, well, we already used notification from the top anyway, so... I that's usually that's the, the follow-up criticism when people say, oh, Apple turned some... Like when, you know, when, you know, the, like when people say, oh, Apple turned the hole punch into something that's like, they put in something really smart and you can do multitasking on there. And the follow-up criticism would be that, oh, why, why would you have to reach onto the top to do multitasking? That's like also anti-pattern. So, so yeah, that's the, mm. the follow-up criticism that I was addressing. <laughs> yeah. And also the, yeah, it's an interesting situation. Like we're almost at like, like the peak of a smartphone like how good it can get we're getting close to it and we have this problem of having a, we need to have a selfie camera right like or like a <laughs> face id or whatever like you need that some real estate to put on the front and mm. it's really interesting to see the different uh approaches of you know kind of like uh samsung style of like a little hole punch mm-hmm. or like you said maybe it's like other chinese phones companies mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure they make a lot of those stuff about the under the screen as well yeah um and you're right you're right about the under the screen it's I think that may be the best way to go, but it sacrifices so much quality that like maybe we have to wait some time for that. <laughs> um, yeah. It's not mature yet. Uh no, did you I didn't know about this, but did you say the top speaker was gone? Like the on the front? You know, no, there's like the, not, the bottom, but then the top and then speaker? The, what do you Yeah, like you said, you know when you like when you call and then like the speaker that comes out of your uh-huh. Did you say the it was what did you say about the top speaker? Oh, no, I was saying I was saying that the top speaker serves some like good functionality, so you can't really just get rid of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, right, that was right. yeah. So is 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 the top speaker cuz right now it's in the ear like piece, right? Yeah, right right is now it's the still, top speaker it's still in that pill shape. It's still in the same place. About. Yeah, it's still in that pill shape. Oh, it's, it, it is in the Oh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, it, it is in there. Um um interesting okay yeah right um you know what's funny this is a side comment but like uh this is just a general comment about youtube and tiktok but like when you go on youtube the comments are pretty like mild i was like oh uh-huh. that's a cool feature that's this that's that you go on tiktok and it's like i don't know if it's because it's like a younger generation or not but they're savage it's like so like <laughs> like mean and like and that's not just about this new iPhone. That's just in general. I've noticed like <laughs> comments yeah. on TikTok. The kids are scary, bro. Like they like <laughs> they don't give a they don't give a shit. Like, um, yeah, man. But yeah, uh, but yeah, the dynamic island. Now, it's it's. I think the. I don't. I don't know if what I'm about to say is the correct way to say it, but it's kind of like making the best out of a bad situation. Like, because yeah. they have to have the hole punch, and they want to like. They want to like make the most of it, you know. If you look at other companies, it's literally just a physical hole punch, and that they're done. Yeah. Um, the most, the most that you could go for in terms of like making it fun, interactive, is like maybe you have like a wallpaper that has like an eye on the like, <laughs> you know, the the or like you point to the hole or something. So I think like in terms of like doing something that like 
most people or like that anyone didn't think of i think they did a pretty good job in that sense you know i like it when you see an apple event and then like you have a feeling of like okay it's something new like that's what i like i hate it when it's just like um yeah (laughs) behind it one little gripe i have this is a I don't know. I don't know if other people feel about this, but I don't like the name dynamic either. Oh. <laughs> I feel like if you're Apple, I don't like it if you're Apple, you can come up with a better name. Like, I don't know. I'm sure Apple, like that's, that's what they, that's what they do. Like they come up with better names. Like what, what dynamic Island, it? I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, what I would call it. The pill. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The, <laughs> the pill. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a, it's a, it's a hard, um, it's a hard thing. You know, when I saw that, when I saw the dynamic island, I was like, s- technically software-wise, it wasn't anything new. It was just building around like this new hardware. And yeah. so technically we could, we could like make a dynamic notch, you know, you tap the notch and it's just like, <laughs> it stands it out. <laughs> um, but you know what, what personally I really want on an iPhone, and I guess it's more of an iOS thing than a physical hardware thing i want multi i want some sort of multitasking Um, like specifically i i just want like i'm watching a youtube video on my phone and i want to pull out a notes the notes app and type while video is playing you still can't do that like i just want that well that i guess you can do right you can do picture and picture in picture you mean if i go on like chrome like if i use a browser no i mean like in in the actual youtube app like if you uh let me see um is that wait? Is that because you're paying for YouTube Premium? Is that a premium oh maybe feature? that's why I, I'm on YouTube like uh, student premium. Oh okay, so you so you can do that. I just got to pay for I just got to pay YouTube. Let's <laughs> <laughs> pay the win. We we're just talking about the Dynamic Island. I think we we're talking about what we will call the name of Dynamic Island. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get paid enough from Apple to to come up with that, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure they could have done a better job. Like. I don't know. Do you have any idea on the name? That kind of bothers me. The name. I don't know why. True. True. Yeah. Just don't. Just don't think about the name. <laughs> don't think about the name. Yeah. I feel um, like Apple hasn't been doing a good job on the naming part. Like, mm. like especially the the chips. Like, M1 Pro, M1 Max, M1 oh, Ultra. Right. Right. Ultra, I don't like the names yeah. to be honest. Mm. It's also the the um. They have a, they have a new iPhone as well, like, like it's like oh, yeah, a quadrant, the yeah. The plus, it's like iPhone, it's like a normal iPhone plus, and I think that one. Um, when I just kind of skimmed through the news, I think that one didn't get many pre-orders. Yeah, that was weird. I thought that one's gonna get a lot of pre-orders, but the Pro Max actually got the most amount of pre-orders. That was mm. that was very interesting. Are you a small phone guy now or a big phone guy? I'm a big phone guy. <laughs> I used to always be a big phone guy until this recent iPhone. Because Ooh, interesting. Um, I don't know why. I just kind of wanted... So I got iPhone 13 Pro without the Max. I used to always get the Max, but like, I don't know. I just wanted the compactness. And I feel like my battery life is suffering. I haven't been having a good <laughs> battery <laughs> life. It's like I have to always keep it in my mind. But um, I do think you get more battery life by getting the bigger phone though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, mm. like me, me, me having a smaller phone. I've been feeling like my battery oh, life yeah. is suffering. <laughs> um, like you, like even if you have a bigger phone, it's like the the it's 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 it makes up for it, right? It's like even mm. if you have a bigger screen, like the bigger battery would make up for it. It's not just proportional, like um, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember what we were talking about. We we're talking about the multitasking about the YouTube 
how you oh, can right, do the picture right. in picture. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that you can do that on YouTube Premium. But like even yeah, just any other two I- any other two apps though, like say say Chrome. Like I'm looking at a Reddit post and I want to pull up my notes, like that kind of situation. Like, mm. how would you? Come even on, if I got a, do that? if I have a Pro Max, if I buy a Max, come on, I need that. I need to use <laughs> that real estate, that screen. Yeah. So okay. So from an app development st- standpoint, so you know, in, in like, like when you're doing iOS development, you have this thing called layout constraints. And mm. that's how you lay out in uh, in iOS native, and yeah. uh, layout constraint is actually pretty uh, flexible in the way that you you technically could have any size of the screen and you can fit things in. It's just that I think Apple probably they've definitely like experienced with it, uh, experiment experimented with it, but then uh, the end result is not as uh, Apple standard. <laughs> As they, right. they wanted, probably. But I'm sure, yeah. like, if if you're just like talking about taking notes, you're probably able to fit in some some kind of like Apple or some like iPad Quick Note feature like thing, where you can like mm. pull from the bottom and you you might yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know maybe. <laughs> I mean, if you look at any other Android phones, you can do the split screen just mm-hmm. easily. Like yeah, um, and I've become more. Like this is another convert in and of itself, but like the phone journey I came through, I'm I used to be very agnostic about it in terms of like, you know, I'm not one or the other. I used to always jump between the two. Like I would buy mm-hmm. an Android phone and an iPhone, Android phone. Wow, um, that's interesting. That's that's the one. But like nowadays, I'm kind of committing on my Apple devices, and like I kind of want that multitasking. Like that's the one <laughs> thing. Like I need an iOS 15, please. Like. <laughs> I, need, I need some. I need some sort of multitasking. Like, do you never have that situation? Like, you you need to have two apps at the same time. I never really feel that. <laughs> right. Probably I'm just not doing enough on my phone. I mean, I mean, like you know, it's not like I'm being super super productive, but like, there are moments where I do want to type the notes and I want to have the video keep playing. Um, mm. I, I guess you just have to buy a YouTube Premium. That's that's how it is. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I'm not I'm not a I'm not a phone like I'm not I don't want the productivity on my phone to be so good that I need to buy like that fold and like you know like oh. on the oh, train wait, I'm wait, like wait. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of YouTube Premium, I think YouTube yes. Premium iOS picture in picture is worth paying for. Dude, you should try Ooh. looking at it, the like Google nailed it. Like YouTube Premium um when you were it's really, it's really incredible how, like, when you have a video going, right? And I'll show this, mm. like, if you go back to your homepage. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah. And if you, uh, if you, like. You can switch it to the side. You can, like, flick it to oh, the side, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, I, I think I just closed it. But, 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 yeah, like, it's so smooth. It's so damn smooth. Yeah. Wait, yeah, wait. Look yeah, at, no, look, at I've, this, look at this animation. Yeah. Oh. No, I've I've used it before. Oh. All right, I, I'm I'm swiping the other direction. Yo, look at the animation. It's so smooth. Yeah. No, it is. It's it's very smooth. Exactly. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like if you if you look at any video on a browser, like on your phone, on your mm-hmm. iPhone, if you look at a Safari video or or a video through Chrome, you can do that. Like. Mm. Um, 
like sometimes I'll be streaming like basketball and I it's not a YouTube thing. I have to go to a different website on Chrome and then I can do that picture in picture. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, like why can't I just do it in YouTube? But yeah, I guess you <laughs> told me that. So like, got to get that premium. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is, I wanted to ask you, oh, actually quickly, let's just go over the other stuff real quick. Like mm-hmm. the um, AirPods and then I think it was the, the smartwatch. Um, oh, yeah. Any, between those two, any, any extra comments you have on the, on the other devices? Not really. I feel like the other devices are like <laughs> they're just you know iPhone accessories. Like we got new yeah. watch, and like I, I'm really not in the demographics. Yeah, same. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big watch guy. I actually bought a watch, but like I don't. I never use it. I don't like having uh, anything on my wrist. Um, but I mean, I use my AirPods a lot. I like that they have mm-hmm. the volume. You can oh, swipe nice. up and down the volume. Yeah. Um, do the you use AirPods? Really nice. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, well, this reminds me another thing I want <laughs> is I want reverse wireless charging on my phone uh, so that I can put my AirPod on this and then I can charge it. Because AirPod batteries are small, right? Like just, yeah, interesting. I don't know. That's kind of mm. what I want. Um, little things like this. Um, but anyway, this brings me to the question I wanted to ask you. I need some like therapy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm curious what the question And I was going to... Uh, I was going to ask you this, like, um, just on Discord and stuff, but, like, yeah, I wanted to ask you live and get your raw initial reaction. I don't know why. I just thought it would be good to ask you. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. Um, <laughs> so, in in light of, like, watching these Apple events, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have had this thought that... Um, I've had this thought that, like, I might... Maybe I might want to start to look into picking up iOS programming. Ooh. And I just, I just wanted your opinion on that because like, you know, like you should, in terms of like being a more well-rounded developer, that's one uh-huh. benefit of it, right? Like, it's like, oh, I'm just a Flutter developer. That seems kind of like, I don't know, like, I still love Flutter. Of course, I'll, I'll always be pre- uh, making Flutter. And I know, especially now, you know, especially over the years, it's like you can kind of, be more specific in the use case of like, oh, if this is the use case, then Flutter is the way to go. Um, but mm-hmm. there are also other use cases where like, maybe it's not. And um, my background, I've mentioned it before, but like I've uh, started with developing on Android devices for a very brief amount of time. And then I just started using Flutter. And so I've never actually properly developed on iOS. And all of my stuff is all iOS. And mm. I see something like Dynamic Island and um or even before that when the ios 14 came out like i was telling you about the live notifications like oh the live oh yeah yeah oh yeah widgets live notification all of this stuff it's like you have to be an ios developer to do those kind of things you know what i mean like that and i want to do i want to make those stuff when as soon as it comes out like i don't want to have to like uh like for example like when i saw that dynamic island i'm like oh my god like i want to have my habit tracker playing on the dynamic island of the timer of like okay i'm gonna go for a run and then i can see it or you know what i mean just like things like that or like on the on the live notification on the widget on Mm -hmm. the front like this kind of stuff is really cool to me that i want to develop for it Um, but then there is also this like question in my mind of like i only have so many hours in the day that kind of expanding your breadth of what you're able to develop on is a positive but then 
it's like what they say, like a jack of all trades. It means you're like a master of none of them. Um, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure if I was to pick up, you know, this other like iOS development, it would make me much more well-rounded as a software developer, right? So especially mm. with you, like you've come from iOS development, so you know like what that kind of side of the of the world is like. Um, but yeah, how would you like advise me in that situation? Um, that, that's yeah, really, I need some that's, therapy. <laughs> that's a really, uh, that's really cool. Um, like, uh, will you have like going into iOS development? I, I, yeah, I, I would, yeah, uh, I, I really, um, you know, like I, I would really, uh, encourage you to do that. <laughs> that's really good. Um, but, but I mean, but yeah, I definitely feel that. Like, I, I love iOS development. Like, it's, it's um it's really like it feels like you're using the apple device it, it gives you that like that vibe like you're still in the apple ecosystem <laughs> um mm. okay correction i don't love apple development to be honest there 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 are a lot of things that are super frustrating <laughs> right. but i mean just like the vibe of like you're still in the ecosystem like you're still in the garden yeah uh, that kind of vibe but <laughs> the, the, the downside is that you can't really deploy it anywhere outside like you can't really like like any just anywhere outside you have to switch your stack like now you want to make your website mm. like switch your stack if mm, you want to yeah. like you know like do android windows like you have to switch your stack but mm. um but i mean like in terms of like if you just strictly want to develop for apple devices you know like iphones yeah. ipads uh, apple tv max watches like those devices like maybe like mm. i don't know I, I don't even know like homepod apps uh is that even a thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, or CarPlay? Yeah, CarPlay is definitely a thing. Uh, but mm. but yeah, like these ecosystem uh, stuff, I feel like Apple development isn't as difficult as what most Flutter developers would perceive um, it to okay. be. Like back in the day, back in the day, so Apple development used to be like kind of frustrating. It's like kind of hard. And not only you have to learn Objective-C, um, you have mm. to sort of like manage memory and you have to like, I don't know, like, uh, just do so many things that are that I feel like unnecessary to 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 do when you just want to try to make a simple app, like for example, right. like a list view, right? That's like the most common example. But but I mean, just like in terms of like just just hassles, ha like those like stuff that you have to do. Like there's so much more stuff that you have to do uh, compared to mm. if you were to make a Flutter app, um, right? But Nowadays, it's been like a lot easier uh, because you have Swift UI. You have like so many like good tutorials and stuff. Um, it's it's good. It's nice. But one thing I have to say though is that I feel like I feel like I get less control over stuff when I when I do iOS development, just because hmm. I have like just because there are like more things that I don't I you know more things I do not understand or I I'm not you know I'm not like really knowledgeable enough to understand like. Um, it took me a long time just to understand, like, um, the, uh, like, for example, um, like, garbage collection. Like, in Swift, you mm. have to know, like, oh, there's there's weak and strong references because uh, Swift uses um, the, 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 the automatic reference counting um, garbage collection, collection model where, you know, it, it, instead of, like, mark and sweep... Um, it keeps track of all the references in and out references for each object, and if an object loses all for, uh, uh, all is it incoming references, 
then um, then the object gets released, or you know if the object is you know doesn't have any like sort of like when the object has sort of is not connected to the outside world, it's it's it should be released. However, when you have a cycle like when you have like a bunch of objects that are you know connected in a in a cycle, or they're like interconnected, but like they themselves or you know they like ask like a you know as a bunch of objects they're not really reachable from the root they're sort of just there but they all they're all connected with each other so, so that means they they have reference counts right so you can't really detect that so the the swift way of doing it is that you have to sort of uh, be able to prevent that by declaring some of the references to be weak so like so like weak references so when the 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 garbage collector sees a cycle and sees a weak reference in that cycle is able to like sort of break that cycle and then now collecting all the garbage. There's like stuff like this. It's not as, it's not as, not as nice. It's not not as like development developer friendly as you know mm. as Dart is. As Dart, like in Dart, you do not even need to worry about this. Like it's completely yeah. handled. Um, there is no work required. And also like if you look at Swift UI syntax. If you like the sample Swift UI, I can like Google that. But if you look at the sample Swift UI, uh, like yeah, what does Swift UI actually look like? Let me have a look. Yeah, if if, <clears throat> if you like a Swift, like a sample Swift UI, um, just like a probably like a code snippet, right? Try to you try to you try to decode that. You try to say like, oh, what's what's actually going on here? Like, what is the um, you know, what what, what are these like keywords? And you'll look, you'll see some like really weird keywords. Like you'll see var, body, colon, some view. It's it's some, some view. view. Yeah. Yeah. What is some <laughs> view? What is some? Why can't it be a view? But why does it have to be some view? <laughs> like it doesn't make much sense. And um, yeah, I what is? Know, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but I mean, like these things are like, I feel like they're not as. <laughs> Not as like apparent as as it mm. could be, um, but but yeah, I mean like I feel like there's certainly a lot of things I, I I would not understand as directly as I would in Dart. Right. But I mean, I that, I, <laughs> I mean, it's nice. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I was gonna say like I mean I expected to like those those kind of complications. Like I expect some level of like some level of, I guess, difficulty of, like, kind of adjusting and learning a kind of new language, basically, a new framework. Um, what about from the from the perspective of, like, like, if I ask you, would you be able to go and make a live notification? Like, you would, you would be able to, right? Like, you, like, David, right now, like, your skills, and you uh-huh. dig in to, like, figure out, like, how to make a live notification. With your expertise, you'd be able to do it, right? I feel like most people would be able to do it. It's just matter mm, of looking okay. at the API and just like following the the instructions and then implementing it. I feel like there is right, no yeah. like there is no extra layer of like difficulty in, in that sense. Yeah. It's just and also like, like all the tutorials. What, <laughs> right. Mm. And about the tutorials, like I've never ever Googled oh sorry, I've never ever YouTubed like a Swift tutorial because I've never needed to. But like if you do, is there like a good ecosystem of like I would imagine there's like a lot of people developing on iOS, so there'd be a lot yeah. of good tutorials out there already that I could just follow, right? It's not like yeah. it's a brand new, so it would be, I guess, good in that sense. Like, um, yeah, yeah, like 
is that the case like with the tutorials and stuff like a good that, ecosystem that, of people yes that that is the case except that swift is known to introduce breaking changes and i remember i was mm. like on swift ui betas and like at the last moment like i was following the betas the xcode betas and for, for almost like every beta my code would break because like they they introduced mm. breaking changes i remember there was like last moment i, I remember like in the beginning, they have like some different way of managing state, and at the last moment, Apple decided that that was not good, so they pulled that. And I already have like mm. bunch of like code written to to follow <laughs> that pattern, and it's like they just destroyed that. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. I was like, dude, Apple, figure it out like before you actually release. I mean, like, it is pre-release product. Like, I, I, it is totally on me. Like to use pre pre-release product, I have, I'm deserved to suffer this. But, <laughs> but I mean, like if you follow like tutorials, you're gonna probably see some breaking changes mm, yeah, yeah make sure to follow the newest that, <laughs> yeah it makes sense um and obviously if you are developing on ios yeah you are sort of locked in in that in that sense like if you were to like develop for a different platform then yeah mm. for sure uh, that's not that's not possible um but i don't know yeah, man like really i just cool. i just i just like i've gotten to a point i mean i kind of mentioned this before but like i would go between android phones and and um iphones even computer wise before i had macbooks i was all desktop like it was all like windows machine mm -hmm. um and then just over time in my lifetime i've just slowly just transitioned into just like all iphone ipad you know all this stuff and um it kind of there's some part of me that's like and i see a dynamic island or live notifications and i'm like oh i can't make that i can't develop that it kind of they're kind of like irks me in my core that I can't make that. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure. So you I don't can. know if that's a yeah. I'm pretty sure you can. Like with Flutter, you just have to write some native code. You could still do that. Okay. Like so, like I'll have a I'll have a habit tracker made with Flutter, mm -hmm. and then somehow hook it up to uh, native Swift code. And yeah, you can totally do like, that. The dynamic, really. Mm -hmm. Yes. The tricky part is like when you want to when you want. Like when you want to up update state, that's the tricky part because you, your state logic would be in Dart, right? Mm. But uploading, updating the data, like your your Swift code has to be able to first of all display data, right? But where does it have the data from? Like where where does it take data? Does the Swift code compute the data? Like because if yes, then you have to you have to sort of separate that logic from your Dart code. Like usually you will have your Dart code to be computing the, you know, the data. So like your habit tracking data, um, or whatever data you want to display, and then you'll yeah. you'll you'll push that to the Swift part of the app, and then the Swift part would display. However, like something like live notification, I'm not sure how much control of your dark code could be. Like when when your app is like in the background, I'm not sure. I'm not sure like if the dark code could be still running to to feed the Swift mm, code yeah. the data. But but yeah, I mean like that's probably where the tricky part comes in. That would, that would be like I had, a bit more work yeah. right yeah I think you're right about the because I have a timer of like in my habit tracker I have of like okay 30 minutes start the timer I'm going to go for a run mm -hmm. and then like when I when I initially made it it was just timer would just add one second add one second but then it wouldn't like the code wouldn't like the app wouldn't um, run when, if my phone is closed right so like I had to readjust the code of like when next time I open the like I'll start the timer, close the phone, go for a run, and next time I open the app, it will just calculate the time difference, and that's how I calculated the second because, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it wasn't running in the background. So, yeah, also yeah, I don't gen know, generally, I don't know about gen this whole. 
it's not a good idea to add a second and a second. That's not a good yeah. idea because because like it, it's not gonna be accurate. Exactly. Yeah. The whole thing <laughs> running all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like even if if it's running yeah, all the okay, time, it's not gonna be accurate. Right. But, yeah, because like uh, there there Dart has an event loop and like you you would have like it would be like few cycles off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, I think I felt that. But yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. I mean, I think even with my Apple Watch, it's like, I don't really use it. It would be cool if I could make an Apple Watch app, though. Then I would, Very like, true. like yeah. use it a bit more. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just a thought. Like, I, I like making this kind of stuff for, like, a new, when there's a new feature. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to develop for it, but... um. Yeah, it's probably gonna be a lot more harder. So, yeah, yeah. I, I also have I also have a lot of different considerations about that. Like, for example, like my YouTube channel has been purely Flutter, and I remember uh-huh. at the beginning when I made the channel, I was like, like the way I brand the channel, should I make it like Flutter something? You know what I mean? Like, uh, mm-hmm. like Flutter programming or something like that. Flutter tutorials. But then I intentionally didn't include the word Flutter anywhere on my channel, except for like the title of the video, for example. And so everyone knows I do Flutter, but like I kind of wanted to open up my possibility of like this is just programming or like this is just software development. It doesn't have to be full Flutter, but like mm-hmm. that was just my initial thought. And then over the many years, this just become full Flutter. And so if mm. I was to do iOS programming, am I gonna have to make a new channel or like <laughs> you know because pe- like everyone watching my thing is already Flutter, so it's like I don't know all these like complications in my mind. Yeah, that's why I needed some therapy. Uh, your, your viewer will be really surprised if you like uh, upload a, a a Swift tutorial. They'll be like, "Whoa, what is going on?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll be like, "What? Are, are you are you leaving Flutter? Like, what's going on?" Like, tell us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'll I'll think about it for another week and just touch ba- touch back with you next week. See see where I'm at. Yeah, I'm um, I'm curious to see what happens. Yeah. Oh, I just want that live notification. I want that on my phone. Like, <laughs> man, like uh, if you if you uh, just wanted that to be on, to be on in your habit tracker, I'm mm. like, I'm like, okay, I'm like sixty percent sure that you can have that. <laughs> okay, with yeah, father, yeah. I mean with father, like integrating with native. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it'll, it'll take some figuring out. <sighs> right. Okay. So yeah, I mean that was that was my that was my dilemma. That was my question. That's really just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So can I ask, just for you and your own career or your own life, mm-hmm. how would you identify yourself? Like, I think you're much more than a Flutter developer, and you're also much more than just an iOS developer. Like, you've got a lot of experience in in all sorts of development. Like, how would you classify yourself, or or, or in terms of even just looking forward, like how? Do you want to classify yourself? What kind of developer? Yeah, I would ca- classify myself as a college kid because that's who I am. But <laughs> but in terms of like development role, I would say like mm. probably just regular coder because I don't, you know, I, I do associate with Flutter. I, I mean, like Flutter is a really good technology I want to use. But um, like I'm not necessarily like fully, like I'm not Flutter only, I would say. Like I, I still like I, 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 it'll be like not as genuine if I if I say I'm like a father all in person. Um, yeah, exactly. Just because I, I just, you know, I, I still devote, you know, time on other programming languages, front end and back end. 
but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if I, I mean, I do want to be a f- fully devoted Flutter developer, but I feel like Flutter right now, it's 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 there but not there yet, like to be mm. like, like it, you you can't really do anything in like you can't really do everything in Flutter. It's not a case where you can just have Flutter and nothing else. Uh, so yeah, you still sure. have to. I mean, like not even like exclu- excluding backend stuff, like just purely front end you can't have flutter only uh, it, to to make everything uh, right mm, so yeah it's kind of the downside but yeah i would so that's the that's the coder yeah. right yeah, that's what i'm saying that's that's what i like about when i when i see you develop which is like yours you feel you seem very well rounded in like different <laughs> tech stacks and i think that is like really like valuable right like when you do, you ever like talk to someone who's like they're purely iOS developer or they're just like purely web? Um, mm. It's like you have basically your hand in everything. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm like I, I, I've like tried a bunch of stuff, but I'm not really like expert in it, any of the things. Like, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm an expert in Flutter either because, you know, like, I, I feel like Flutter is just so new. Nobody can be an expert in Flutter. <laughs> Like who can I say see, they have yeah. ten years experience in Flutter? Nobody, because Flutter yeah. isn't been, hasn't been even out for ten years. <laughs> mm, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, like in terms of like other stuff, I I really try. I, feel, I do feel like Flutter is the the technology I'm I'm most familiar with. I, I feel like I have like the most percentage of like mastered mm. <laughs> uh, in, in Flutter yeah, yeah. than anything else. Right. Okay. No, that's interesting. I mean, I I think about this a lot of like just like developing for other frameworks even like i even have thoughts of like i mean vr is like on the way kind of thing and it's like mm. oh like <laughs> it'll be cool to could develop for that like i have this like my, my mind goes in all sorts of places and it's what i was telling you about at the kind of bringing it back to the beginning of the conversation about when you were making the ras- raspberry pi it's like depending on the tool you have you can create such different things right mm, like yes if i if i'm if i'm just pure flutter, flutter then i'm so in some ways constrained with like what i could make um creativity wise you know what i mean so yeah yeah uh, yeah front, so each tool right. has its pros and cons sorry <laughs> yes that's definitely yeah. true yeah uh i, I do feel like the uh, a very important thing is to have more tools in your toolbox uh, mm. my, my friend um uh she she works in uh amazon she works in the aws branch uh, but uh she she said like uh, she brought up a really interesting point the other day about uh, adobe products Cause, uh, she said adobe mm. products are like almost like you're almost like programming when you're using adobe products because mm. um you sort of you you have a lot of tools and you have the you have you're provided a lot of tools, but you have to sort of like think about how you use different tools and then and then put that together and 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 make what you actually wanted. So it's not like a one stop thing. Like they provided like the halfway solution, and you you sort of like have to work around with all these tools and then make what you wanted to do. It's kind of like programming, right? You have a bunch of APIs, you just yeah. sort, of, sort of like put them together and make a, make an app or a service. Um, and, and I feel yeah. like a very important thing, like tying tying back to, like you know, you wanted to learn um, iOS development. I think that's a really important tool to to, to have in your toolbox uh, when you like, like knowing that 
you know, doing something is possible. Like knowing, uh, like, oh, I have this like iOS API that I could use. Like when I'm yeah. working on a further app, where when you're working on a further app, you can you can you can like see like, oh, I can I can do this because I I know there's this certain tool that I could use. So it's good to like sort of expand your toolbox. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Just like, yeah, have 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 more have more things up your belt. Be more well rounded. You know why is it like people? You know when you look at the like percentages, it's always like Android phones is like, I don't know what it is now, but it's like more than fifty percent is like Android phones, right? <laughs> but I think maybe that's because like you include other countries like India and like. Yeah. You know, like a lot of other countries. But like when I see my life in my world, it's all iPhones. Like <laughs> I, I think iPhones are like very young people. Also in the US, iPhones officially surpass Android phones. Like uh, iPhones are officially got fifty mm. more than fifty percent market share. In in Amer- in US. In in US. It's kinda of mind blowing. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's 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 one thing to think about. But yeah, I mean thanks for thanks for your input. Like yeah, this is why I wanted to I wanted to talk to you. You could tell me the dangers and the and the good stuff about it. No problem. So, yeah, I think I think you gave me a pretty I think you gave me a pretty balanced answer. So yeah, thanks for that. Um I think we are basically at an hour. So maybe let's just touch on like one of these other topics here. Mm-hmm. Um Actually I'll get you to choose. Which one do you want to talk about? But Ooh, okay. the next Let's see. We have uh, companies using Flutter, and then they have your your issue. Oh right, yes. Um, oh yeah, I I uh, I kind of want to talk about like what companies are using Flutter, because okay. I was reading th- this Reddit post. So there, there's a Reddit post, a list of companies using Flutter, right? <laughs> and one person mm. said, oh, "Oh yeah, like one person said like Google Ads, uh, Google, the Google Ads app <laughs> is u- using Flutter." They're like, oh, how do you mm. know? Like, uh, like you can just do the and, and the one person said you can just do the two fingers trick. I was like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> what is, oh wait, is it? Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! I was like, and then exactly. I tried it. I was like, oh my gosh, it is a Flutter app. Holy. Uh, See, that's I'm, how you know. I mean, that's how yeah, you know like, when you're in the wild. Just do the two fingers. Yeah. At, at this point, at this point, it's it's a feature. It's not a bug anymore. It's a feature. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's for, a, it's for like the, a unique identifier. Yeah, for for the viewers who don't know what the two finger tricks we're talking about is, is pretty much when you're scrolling in a Flutter <laughs> app, if you scroll with with more than one finger, like if you scroll with two fingers, like simultaneously pressing on the screen and scrolling, your your scroll view will get t- twice as fast. Like you're scrolling, if you scroll with three fingers, it will get three times as fast. Uh, so yeah, if you're if you're in the wild and you see an app that you don't know what it's made on, if you just try the two fingers and if it goes fast, then you, that's how you know it's Flutter. <laughs> that's so funny. That's so funny how this like this Reddit post is like hilarious. There's people commenting like, "What is the two finger trick?" And everyone's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Oh yeah." Uh, but yeah, so some there, there's some really interesting apps out there. But I feel like there's still not like there there isn't a killer app that's currently using Flutter. That's like. Mm. There, there hasn't been an app that people just praise and it's using Flutter, right? That, that kind of bumps me. Like, um, like there is no Flutter that's, app. That's, 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 that's your job. That's, that's <laughs> your, that's your thing. It's like, <laughs> I, yeah, I do yeah. hope eventually, uh, yeah, eventually one can like achieve that. I hope. 
because I feel this. No, I, I feel the same way. Like mm-hmm. we need like a flagship, you know, like a flagship Flutter app. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's what we need. Um, yeah, actually, so, I also. Um, oh sorry. Oh sorry. Go sorry. Go ahead. Oh sorry. Oh yeah, I was just I was just gonna mention uh, Flutter Flow. That's also a, an app. Hmm. That. Oh yeah. Like a, Wait. Like is, a, is that the is that the UI track, I think? It's like Webflow for Flutter. Like it's like creating Flutter apps, but in- interactively without yeah. Flutter. Yeah. That's decent. yeah. Like I was, I was meant to look into that. Um, yeah, they actually reached out to me. Oh wow! They wanna. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, man. That's, like you should, you should like yeah a, for a for yeah like a sponsorship thing. Um, I honestly don't think that's a good idea for them because your viewers will, will want to learn code, right? But mm, Flutter yeah. flows for, or Flutter flows for people who don't learn code but want to build a flutter app. yeah exactly but yeah so like yeah so I, I i haven't even like looked into it all i know is just like it's the ui drag drop type feel no code mm-hmm. um but what were you gonna say earlier oh no i was gonna say like just kind of on that similar theme of the there's no flagship app on flutter um i put out on just like my socials like on youtube and twitter and i I put out a reddit post as well oh yeah i saw that oh yeah we should talk about that yeah like it was just an idea of like um so basically i just i just thought um because i have a youtube channel and it has uh almost 30k subs and -hmm. i know that there are a lot of good like you know when i see david's app i'm like oh this is a really good flutter app and i'm sure there's a lot of other people as well that have great you know flutter apps and um but maybe but like it's never visible to me like like i want to see like these flutter apps that people make that are like really good and i just want to see the capability of it and also um you know just the ui and the animations and all that i just want to see other people's apps and mm-hmm. help promote it and so i was thinking of doing maybe like a weekly slash maybe monthly this is all up in the air so i'm not sure but like a periodically I'll ha- I'll get people to like submit or link their apps and then I'll skim through it and see if there's any app that's like worthy or something that I think looks cool and then I'll showcase it on my like I'll basically review it on my channel and that will get people to download it more. Um, that's really even cool. even that's just making yeah even just making nice the post you. itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even just making the post itself and people were like linking the apps and then it was getting upvoted and so that in and of itself already other people just checking out it's like oh I downloaded your app I downloaded your app oh you should they were like oh, helping yeah. each other and I was like I was like yeah this is this type of like community service is what I feel like is that missing. is um, that's such a that's such a really good like like that's a, um like people I, I saw people commenting like if like if the planet Earth is filled with half of like people like have like the the population is like you the world would become a better place like you you did such a <laughs> big f- favor of like people people were like <laughs> you're like the savior <laughs> but yeah like yeah, that, I mean, that is really nice like yeah i, re- yeah, I mean I respect, like i respect that yeah and i appreciate it like i mean i would i wouldn't be able to do any of this stuff if it wasn't for flutter anyway so it's like you know what i mean i'm just sort of giving back to to the community that helped me mm-hmm. um and so yeah i'm just i'm just thinking like how to how to structure it um i was thinking like because people would like upvote and maybe i'll just review the most upvoted one but then i was looking down and some some of the other apps that weren't upvoted i thought were pretty cool as well so mm-hmm. yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see how to do it if anyone has any ideas on 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 what might be a good thing 
And I also Maybe, don't know if I should do yeah. a weekly thing or monthly. Like, I don't know the time frame as well. Yeah. Mm. Maybe you could, like, invite the uh, the creator, if possible, like, to, to be, like, you can make a video of, like, oh, you for sure. talking with the guy, with the girl. For sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be, that'll be, that'll be cool. Because, like, that's, that's what people do when, like, um, like, that's what other brands do. Like, we're talking about Flutter Flow. Mm-hmm. Where, like, they look at the amount of subs and views you have, and they want to get their product out there, mm-hmm. right? And I know there's, I'm sure there's a lot of Flutter developers that have made great apps, but they just don't have that channel to, like, get it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it would be a win-win for everyone. Um, so yeah, if anyone listening, let me know what you think and maybe just start linking your, your apps below. That's another thing. I don't know how to gather it. I don't know if I should just check all of my channels, like Instagram, Twitter, or like maybe create a hashtag and it's like, put this hashtag so I can just look at it all in one place. I don't know. (laughs) It's just some thoughts going all over the place. Um, but yeah, I think we are basically over time now, so yeah, we'll save a lot of this conversation for next week. Any last thoughts just about anything, David, before we sign off? Yeah, I mean, like, the, the Reddit post, like, that was really, that was awesome, man. That was, I, I really respected that. That was, that that was <laughs> really good. Yeah, I, I believe the audience, any anybody who saw that Reddit post would think, have the same opinion. Like, thank you, thank you, Mitch, for, for giving back to the community. That's really nice. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Um, and also, I'll I'll make sure to link everything we talked about below. Last week, I forgot to link. Like, I uploaded <laughs> yeah, the video, something. and I forgot to link or post. And <laughs> someone's like, yeah, somebody has to link <laughs> yeah, link where? <laughs> yeah, it was it was like it was like two minutes after I uploaded the video. But yeah, oh guys, I'll remember to do that. Um, but yeah, David, another great convo. I learned a lot again from this conversation. So, uh, everyone that's listening, have a good week, and we'll catch you guys next week. See you. Bye.